The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since we're in the middle of flu season, it seems perfect to address the idea of staying healthy and trying to improve our physical, mental, and spiritual health. My friend Joe Eager shares her story today of improving our physical and mental states from her book, Healthy by Choice, Not by Chance. Joe isn't a doctor or guru. She shares what has worked for her and what she's learned over the years while weaving in her personal trials and triumphs. I think you will relate to many parts of her story, and hopefully you'll find some of her shared wisdom useful. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm going to start off the conversation by talking about choice. So before I was going to start the conversation today, I Googled, how many decisions do we make in a day? And an article came up that I read from Psychology Today that says, according to Dr. Eva Krakow, and she's a lecturer at the University of Leicester in the UK, we make about 35,000 decisions a day. So if by the end of the day, you're wondering why you're so exhausted, it's because your brain is just smoking. You've just had to make too many choices, too many decisions by the end of the day. So this makes sense for me because by the end of the day, you know, when my husband's asking me what I want for dinner, I just really don't care. You know, I, I can't make another decision. It's just too much. So the article went on to say that we need to pay a little more attention to our choices and increased awareness and mindfulness can help us navigate the maze of decisions and support our concentration. So I told myself after this interview that I'm going to be doing today and the person I'm introducing you to, maybe I'll do a little meditation and mindfulness, a little walk or something like that to clear my head. So this is all leading into my guest today on the podcast, and she knows all about choices and how to make healthy ones. Joe Eager is an award-winning broadcaster and journalist who has written several stories for the popular Chicken Soup for the Soul books as well as hundreds of articles published in magazines and newspapers, publications like USA Today, San Diego Union Tribune, Sacramento Bee, and others. And she's also a longtime radio vet who's worked for the Armed Forces Network while stationed in Germany, as well as radio stations in Hawaii and California. And that's actually how we first crossed paths was when I landed here in San Diego and started meeting people in the radio world. And then Joe and I kind of got together and have a lot of the same shared interests. So I wanted to definitely have her on the podcast and congratulate her on her book that came out this year, Healthy by Choice, Not by Chance, Physically, Mentally, and Spiritually. So you can tell just by the title that a lot of these topics are just right up my alley. So I was getting into the book and this book is part memoir, 
and kind of part self-help, I guess you could say. And it's based on Joe's own observations, opinions, and research into what's worked for her over the years. So I want to welcome Joe to the podcast and thanks for joining me. Well, thank you, Diane, for having me and for the nice intro there. <laughs> well, I'm glad you could come back on. You know, we had tried to uh, tape this before and then had some technical difficulties. And, you know, anybody who's podcasting out there and is DIY like I am, and you don't have an engineer or some big budget or any of that, you know, these things come up. So anyway, I'm glad that you could come on and we could talk about this because I really enjoyed the book and finding out more about you. There's all these great revelations that came up in the book. And how did this come together? It seems like this was really a labor of love. This yeah, book. I think um, it took me many years um, to write it. I don't know, maybe I just started off writing it for myself. But in, um, I think, around the early 2000s, 2002, 2003, um, a couple of big things happened with my kids. One of them was a medical situation. And after that, I, um, you know, I was searching a little bit more. I was always a seeker and everything. But searching a little more for some answers to healing and health and uh, came across the, as a philosophy, you could say, which covers, you know, things like metaphysics as well. And um, I did a lot, I studied that a lot and I thought, well, this is really good stuff to know. And so I just thought it'd be something that people might enjoy if I shared it with them. Some of the tidbits that I have taken away from it. And I talk about it in the book, it's uh, called concept therapy, the stuff, the uh, philosophy I study. And I just really learned a lot about um, life in, in all ways, physically, mentally, and spiritually. And we have a lot of power that we don't always realize. That's true. And as you started on the path, did you become aware of authors like Dr. Wayne Dyer and Abraham Hicks and Louise Hay oh, yeah. and people like that? Because I know sure. we we share well, that interest. <laughs> yeah. Well, Louise, uh, my sister gave, gave me the book, You Can Heal Your Life, back in the 1980s. And yeah. um, that's when I was living overseas. And I read it, and it just really resonated with me. I, I was doing a night shift, and I'd come home and just start reading. I thought, well, this book just makes me feel good, too. And, and, and like I said, it resonated. The stuff she says in that book made sense to me. So, I mean, to, to some people, the stuff doesn't make sense that it matters how we think, you know. And um, people sometimes say they understand that, but the next thing they, you know, they're talking to you about some disease. Right, right. And the mm -hmm. older we get, that's a lot of the conversation that comes up, you know, yeah, like exactly. this, I have this, someone died. Exactly. And a lot of the, I think the, a lot of the pushback or criticism that people gave to Louise was that, oh, this is too simplified. You know, she's just saying, think happy thoughts. And I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. And, and you oh, address yeah. that, you know, in a little bit in, in the book, because I use her affirmations and, and things like that, even to this day, and I always try to kind of steer myself back. I mean, you can, like, like you say, you know, when you're making choices, you can make the choice to, th to think about this, go down this path or, right. or make another decision. And I think she just really kind of made people more aware of how they were thinking and what they were thinking about and right. how you I feel. So too, because it's so easy to, you know, sometimes just, uh, you know, sit around and then your mind wanders to something that's and wandering to what you don't want. And also from a lot of the um, spiritual teachers that I've read, uh, a lot of them will say that if you can, I like the name of your podcast, be present and be <laughs> No, I, nobody that I know of can do that 24 seven, but if you, when you do, everything's fine. Right. I mean, at this particular second in time, 
what's wrong, you know? And then, I mean, when there are situations that come up where, you know, we have, I mean, you're usually focused. If something happened and um, you're going to be right in that second in that moment because you're so focused on what you're doing. That's so true. And that's something I've really tried to bring myself into a lot more um, practice. And it's funny because I, I did ask Louise that question once, how often are you able to stay in the present moment? And she said 80%. That's pretty good. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going yeah, for 8%. I, I can't do it. Yeah. Maybe 8%. She said 80%. Yeah. And uh, when I talked about in my book, I talk about a couple of things that have helped me. Well, um, we're on audio, but I, I, I mentioned this in the book too. I've, I purchased a bracelet and you can, you can have a play and I put the word joy on mine, um, but it, you can set it to vibrate every 60 or no, like every hour, hour and a half or whatever. And so when I'm wearing it, which I should put it on right now. <laughs> so when you're wearing it though, when it goes off, I stop, I, I go, oh yeah, let's get present. And then um, I think I give gratitude for something. Right. Then that's yeah. a good practice to get into. Yeah. I, I use the cards. Like I have Louise's cards on my desk, the power thought yep. ones. And this one I, I use a lot, the point of power is always in the present moment. Cause I do, I do try to stay in that because you'll make yourself crazy if you don't, yeah. although I'm, I'm not always, always successful in that. But right. I mean, have you found that kind of working with these concepts has affected your health positively? Yes, I think so. You know, for the, for the most part, just all, not only just the, the mind, but, um, st and staying in the moment, but realizing that we have an amazing innate immune system you know while everybody's wigging out about things that were going on in the past few years it's like well when did we give up trusting our bodies to do what they they're supposed to do you know right but um i mean i remember one time in when i was living in berlin um i had i had an illness and it um really wow i mean it was bad because i was thinking about i can see why they uh i was probably in my 20s or 30s at the time but i can see why they talk about the elderly because i had a lady living next door and i thought i don't know if she'd live through this because i was that sick well it built my immune system up for one thing after that but my body took care of it i'm still here and stuff like that you know so they do i'm um not saying that we don't need a boost here and there but i mean i take vitamins <laughs> and things right. like that but but to trust our bodies to know what to do. We have some amazing systems, you know, from uh, circulation to our heart knows when to beat and things like that to, you know, all of the systems. The um, It's amazing. It and is. Our bodies it, it, are incredible machines and we don't even, uh, I don't think we've even really scratched the surface of what we're really capable right. of doing. And we're finding out more and more as we're finding out more about the brain and things like that, neuroplasticity. Right. And I mean, I've always believed, especially more so over the past few years as I've, I've learned more, I've gotten older. I mean, the mind and, and body are connected mind and body oh, and yeah. spirit. I mean, that's why we have this network mindbodyspirit.fm exactly. because everybody that's on the network believes that in, in one form or another, the mind and the body and the spirit are, are all connected. Absolutely. And I've seen it in, in instances in my own life, like, uh, um, I had a brother-in-law that was going through a, a horrible divorce after like, you know, 25, 30 years and had this incredible pain in his jaw, like TMJ. Mm. And as he was finally speaking his truth and getting out of this situation, the pain disappeared. Wow. Yeah. You know? Right. So those, those kind of things happen. And there's a lot of 
instances of that. So you know, I'm sure people can come up with all kinds of right. examples. I've read a few books too on how um, we'll have a pain. It might, might go away, but we can, it'll move around to another place. But um, the particular authors I'm thinking of, they went back into like maybe stuff from childhood. So even stuff like that, that we're still carrying. And, yes. and that that's what one of the, the guys who was saying, you know, just if you really get present, you're, everything's cool or whatever. Right. Now so, you had mentioned uh, a little earlier that you were in Berlin and I wanted to bring that up because I thought it, that's such a cool experience for you to have, you know, in your radio days that you're stationed in Germany, uh, working for the Armed Forces Network in Berlin, you got to w- witness some incredible history, like the fall of the Berlin Wall. I mean, how long were you there? It was over 10 years, right? Yeah, about 10 years. Uh-huh. A long time. So that yeah. was an incredible experience, wasn't it? It was. And, the, the, you know, um, I just kind of made that a uh, snap decision one day because I had, I had uh, just relocated. Uh, my brother-in-law was mentioning something about the Weekend Warriors. And I thought, well, I could check that out. I was looking for a, another radio job. And and so I um, went to the recruiter's office and then he started talking about, oh, yeah, because I had worked several years as a disc jockey on radio uh, before this. So when I went into the recruiter's office, he's you know, he started telling me that they have DJs in the military. And I said, oh, really? Uh, sign me up because I don't, I don't make enough money to travel and I'd like to travel. And so uh, so I signed up right then and there. <laughs> there you go. And, and, oh. and I ended up in Berlin. It wouldn't have been the place I picked, but I'm telling you, I'm glad I was. It was an amazing experience just being there. And um, my first kid was born there. I have a couple of kids. And uh, yeah, it was great. It was really great. It was a great learning experience. It was everything about it, you know. And, and yeah, the fall of the wall was a big historical event. The most, that the biggest one I've been there to observe. And it was a lot different if you weren't there. It was great news. Oh yeah, but to be there was just um, a thrill. You know, like I took my my kid at the time was um, probably you know like six, seven ish or something. Uh, so we were we were take we went down to the uh, checkpoint Charlie the the day it was opening, and I just thought I was trying to explain to my my kid what was going on. I thought, well, does he get it? But when we got down there, you know, people had their babies. Everybody had to know that something was happening, even if they didn't know. You know, if you were a baby and didn't know, just because of the whole vibration, you know, which you yeah. can't really capture on a lens. Right. It must have been just an incredible energy. Yeah, around totally. around yeah. that and and being there at that Absolutely. time, yeah, so cool. Yeah. How did people? Uh, I mean, coming from coming from the states, I've never lived abroad, but I mean, would you say people in in Europe have a different uh, approach, you know, to their health, or did you notice anything at that time? Uh, no, I can't say that I it was that different. I mean, their whole healthcare system was different, but. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, one of my close friends, though, she was already very into holistic health because I would talk about something. She said, well, why don't you try um, acupuncture and things like that? I had never done acupuncture. Now I do it regular. But um, so I don't know if that was just her or, you know, the people in general. Right. So but you did come in contact with some different, you know, healing practices yeah. and modalities while you were there. Well, yeah, or tried them for the first time. Yeah, right. So would you say with based on your experience, do you believe that we're co-creators on what happens in our lives? Oh, absolutely. That's what kind of what the whole book is about, or I preface it in the beginning that yeah. we're hundred percent responsible for our lives. You know, I mean everything is creation. 
right? Now, every right second. now we're creating your podcast. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> and every, every minute. Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, and it's like you said, all those decisions we're making every day. Yeah, that number kind of, uh, su- that surprised me. But I also have read that we we think, I think, 64 or 65,000 thoughts a day. I don't know how you can really quantify that. Yeah. It's got to be hard to count each and every thought. But I, yeah. I think sometimes we're just, we're overwhelmed by by yeah. choice and, and decisions. And- oh, true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, that's why I guess, it, um, you know, trying to get still and meditate is good. But that's, you know, it's just my mind just goes here, there, do, do. And I'm thinking, am I... Shall I just get up now? <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you know, I guess practice is what you know helps us out. But choice, okay. So when I was when I would come back to the states visiting, you know, you know, I'd go to the grocery store. And <laughs> speaking of choice, we have a lot more choices than they had over in Europe. I was like, the good example is the cereal aisle. Yeah. Like, well, look at all these cereals. Then what do you really need? (laughs) How many Um, choices? Yeah. And then just some of these things that would be like so many choices. Yeah. And then, you know, across the wall, there was, uh, you know, they had no choice, basically, because it was, you know, a communist country. And this and that before the wall went down. Well, uh, somebody told me a story about a young lady, uh, well, a mother and her, her kid came across the wall after it went down. And the mom gave the kid some money to go buy some chocolate and she went to the store and there were so many choices that she left. I, I don't know if she was crying, but I think that's part of the story, but she just left and didn't buy any because she was overwhelmed. I mean, it is overwhelming. It's too much. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think we're all overwhelmed right now. Don't you? Yes. Yeah, you know? And it's like, that's when, when I get that way, it's like, okay, we'll just stop and to recognize it, awareness is so big, to recognize it, and then um, to get calm. And that's one thing too, I was talking about in there was, is the breath and just to, the breathing. Um, who, who was it? Somebody was reading or telling me just like with the breath, they felt that they could heal themselves, you know, just to, to take some nice deep breaths. It can be calming. It can be very healing. Yeah. When when you learn, you know, learn what to do. I mean, I still, you know, struggle with meditation. You know, I try to do it. I mean, even just yesterday I was taking a walk and just being in silence. Yeah. You know, I didn't have the earbuds in. Yeah. I wasn't listening to anything. Usually I'm listening to a podcast, not right. mine, someone else's, you know. <laughs> I know, and, me too. Yeah. And trying to uh just unplug. And I think that we don't give ourselves that that much opportunity to do that. And I think True. it's, it's at our own peril that we're not, we're not calming ourselves down. I mean, when you, you know, as, as you were like writing the book and, and going through this, writing the trajectory of your life, is there anything you would have done differently? Uh, as far as, I don't know, do you look back on the choices that you made? I mean, I'm oh, sure yeah. we all, we all have regrets, you know, but oh, then yeah. do you see like the perfect, the perfectness of where you are now, you know, and how, if you would have done something different, exactly might not be here. And well, that's right. Um, I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. I don't remember what the original one was, but it's, it's um, yeah, those decisions that we make and they've led us to where we were at, but how you hear those stories about, well, the phone rang, uh, I was on my way out the door 
back in the day of landlines, so you had to answer it. Right. And, and, and um, had you gone earlier, you probably would have been in an accident or something like that. So right. you just never know, you know. Um, but they it can, can change. All, yeah. And I, yeah, of course, I have a thing back to some of the things I've done. And, and I think, oh, my God, thank God I've changed. But they led to be, me being who I am now. Right. Right. So not, not that much regret then, hopefully. No, no. I mean, it, it's, um, sitting around with guilt and regret and worse is shame is so hard on our bodies. It is. You know, it's like, it's, like it's just not good for us. And that's when, you know, sometimes it's, oh yeah, get aware, stop, take a deep breath, let it go, change that thought. So I talk about that in the book too, you know, changing it, catching it, but you have to catch it and then changing it. Right. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I mean, what are the the habits that you do now? You know, what have you learned in your own life about creating new habits and creating change because some people are terrified of change. I have a friend that she will not change for anything. Like she'll, she lets things happen to her. Like she won't quit that job. You know, she'll wait to get fired. You know, (laughs) like some people have a really uh, a hard time with it and a, and a fear of it. And I think a little, a little fear is, is probably healthy, but it can be really immobilizing too. And just keep you very, very stuck. What have we got to fear? I mean, you know, whatever's going to happen. Not, not that we don't have choices to make there, but it, I mean, the, the fear again is another one like stress. It's just doing a rough, it's really rough on our bodies. But when you were saying that, and then I was thinking right away about what you just said, the like losing a job, people get all scared about stuff like that. And, um, you know, I mean, so what? <laughs> it's a job. And I would like to say, Oh, okay. Well, I guess something better's coming along, you know, that uh, I need to get out of this job for or whatever. And I, th- I, talk, I think I talk about the job I did lose in the book, but it, it all worked out fine. And so I always know that it, it will be okay. But to get all, you know, worried about stuff like that, it's really not that big of a deal. And um, 
you know, with these some of these big uh, broadcast corporations, you know, layoffs are kind of a part of it. Well, when I when I was laid off uh, back when we were Clear Channel, I guess, before. right back in the radio days. Um, well, it turned out to be oh the best thing that could happen because I was right before uh, my son had his uh, medical situation come up and I, you know, basically had to learn how to be a nurse 24 seven. He was six years old. And so um, it gave me the time. I thought, well, man, I would really be stressed out if, uh, and that's before I learned how to, you know, what stress does the body if I had to go to a job. So it worked out. And then, you know, when it was time, I got back to work and it was not an issue finding a job again. Right. I think we're so afraid of these old, uh, societal beliefs of, you know, well, you're too old for this. You can't do that. Yeah. You know, I can't do this job. I mean, I think, well, sure. If if I was thinking, well, I'm going to be a prima ballerina. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you well, know, yeah, this being age, realistic, right? right yeah. You have to be realistic. Have started that a few decades ago. But right. Right. Yeah. I don't want to have start trust. early. That's just in a nutshell, trusting, trusting the universe or God or whatever term is used that you know, that will be taken care of, you know? Because I guess that's really the fear is, oh, now what? You know, am I going to starve? Well, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> Probably not. You'll be you okay. Know. Yeah, I mean, one way or another, you'll, you'll find the means. And sometimes it's good because you got to get creative. Oh, let's see, what am I going to do here? You know? Right, right. It's kind of nice to see people who, um, my son was laid off earlier this year. And uh, just to see how... Uh, you know, he seems real nonchalant about it. I mean, you know, uh, it's good because it's like, oh, yeah, I think this is a good time to go travel. And I'm like, yeah, back when I was that age, I'd be like, oh, I got to go out and get another job. <laughs> right. Because they're just um, there. That's where the fear comes in that I'm going to be thrown out yeah. on the street. I'll exactly. be homeless. I'll be a bag bag lady. All, all of those horrible images <laughs> that we have. And, and generally, <laughs> those fears are are, are unfounded. I exactly. mean, you, you share some great stories in the book, how you overcame fear and adversity and, and different challenges. And I, I just want you to share a little bit of the rattlesnake story, because I mean, a lot, a lot of the, the theme of the book is that, you know, we do make our own choices. Um, nothing happens randomly, but I think would, would you agree that the rattlesnake was a random, that had to be a random event. Well, you know, um, because I look at everything, I was kind of like, oh, wow, uh, what was I thinking about when that happened? I didn't see the snake, never did see it. It was a real kind of a grassy area. The path got really narrow. So um, because of that, I would go, you know, as fast as possible through that short area when it's probably would have been better to have a stick and go slow through that area because it would, you know, snakes are going to rattle and give you a, a notice. Well, I think by the time I heard the rattle, I had already been bit. Um, and so that's what, that's how I did it. I thought, well, if I'm responsible for this, what was I thinking about? And I did have a bit of a negative. I was kind of taking someone else's inventory and that's not a good idea to do in life, you know, take your own and improve where you can and be the change you want to be. Right. Right. So, uh, so that's kind of one of the things I was thinking about as that happened. Um, and then it did, you know, it just shows how far you can come too, because I was pretty much that leg was paralyzed for a short while, but, um, I, I was in the hospital for 15 days and I had some physical therapy. So yeah, one day I 
I kind of lifted my leg up off the bed a little to show the physical therapist like I was showing off. <laughs> I got, got my leg up six inches. But anyway, um, when I came back home, I started um, walking, you know, like to one house length and then the next day two. And so of the physical challenge of it too, you know, like you are capable of doing this. And in fact, um, two years later, I was teaching fitness classes, including Zumba. After a rattlesnake bite, that's incredible. Yeah, so it's like, you know, we only limit ourselves. Would you say that's the scariest thing that's happened as far as far as a health challenge? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I, w- I would say, yeah, it was. In part, the reason was while I was sitting on the path, a helicopter had to come and rescue me. And um, it was on the news. <laughs> yeah, I know. They And usually those were the things I was covering from the helicopter. Right. So I was a, a helicopter reporter and and uh, they didn't call me today to cover that story. <laughs> yeah, you got out of <laughs> it that time. We were on call on the weekends. This was on a weekend, Mother's Day. And so uh, while we were waiting for the helicopter, you know, um, it would have been okay. But what started to scare me was the fact that my breathing was becoming shallow. I mean, it's one thing to have a poison in your body. Plus when I, after I heard that rattle, I ran, ran, I turned and ran back to the guy I was hiking with. He was a ways behind me, friend of mine. And um, so that probably just got the venom going. I was like in a state of denial that I had even been bit. And so uh, you can block out pain. Um, yeah, so that then when my breathing became labored, I was thinking, oh my God, when is this helicopter gonna show up? So um that's that freaks me out even thinking about it. Yeah, and you know it's hard to see because uh, I've covered these stories. Well, it's hard to see when you're up in the air a little speck of a human being on the ground because it, you know it's just everything was in a bunch of trees and you just kind of camouflage in there with it unless you're wearing you know a hunter <laughs> a hunter's outfit, right? Bright orange or something. So yeah, that was uh, that was a bit scary. That is very scary. So. After reading the book and finding out all these, uh, you know, great stories and and some of the uh, modalities and and choices that you made, you know, to to stay healthy and all of that. I mean, I mean, healthy physically, mentally, and, and spiritually. I mean, what do you hope people get out of the book? I mean, you've done some press, some TV, you know, yeah. here in San Diego. Yeah. And. What do you hope that people get out of reading your story and, and your perspective on some of these things? Well, hopefully making a po- even just one is good, one positive change. And so I have had some feedback on things like that. Um, some people are learning to cancel their when they catch a negative thought. My sister got a rebounder, the mini trampolines, because I wrote about all the, how great those are. And just the things like that. But um, or Or maybe even just to say, Oh, I don't I haven't been moving much and it's important for my body. So I think I'll walk around the block today. Or um I have a YouTube channel with it's these are old, but I might have to get back into it. But I have like some healthy recipes I put on there. And a lot of times, this is another thing too, which I I don't know that I mentioned in the book, but when we go, I don't go out to eat a lot, but when we do sometimes, oh, I ordered a salad. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean you ordered something healthy when you when you count in the whatever, croutons or the yeah, salad. Yeah, dump the thousand salad island. Yeah. yeah, those are, you know, not exactly always Blue healthy. Cheese. But yeah, but just to uh, maybe say, okay. Oh, and, and, you know, to I talk about like, as far as the physical part and preparing food, it's time consuming, you know, and a lot of people don't want to take the time to do it, but I prepare ahead, you know, um, 
on the weekends, I would get a lot of food ready so that because I had I'm really I was going from like one job to another teaching fitness, going to the, the broadcast job and things like that. And then maybe back to doing a fitness after work. So you had to have food ready. Otherwise, yeah, it'd be easy to veg out on some chips or something. I love salt. Oh, me too. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely more uh salty than sweet although my husband like he loves to have sweets candy and stuff laying around so that's yeah that's dangerous <laughs> a little dab a little dab does it like <laughs> people give me a hard time because i i buy these um square like they're chocolate dark chocolate okay yeah, yeah dark they're, chocolate is good for you with sea salt but they have caramel in the middle but they're so oh good. yeah okay well they're little squares but i cut them in half and it's enough you know it's enough I'm satisfied. Yeah, you can have, you don't have to totally cut yourself off from life's yeah. pleasures, you know, every, exactly. everything in moderation. I mean, what do you think you're going to do next? You know, now that, you know, the book came out this year and, yeah, you know, you're, you're doing stuff, you're, you're still uh, teaching uh, fitness classes. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I was wondering sometimes, I don't know how long I'll be doing that, but I've been doing it. Yeah, I started back, I did it back in the 80s, but since two, uh, 2010 yeah so a while but I guess um I need well it would be good for me to do a little bit more marketing with the book for now uh but also just I would like to go back to shorter pieces you know like like the chicken soup stories are about 1200 words or whatever or um or articles or things like that but I've been doing a lot of um videos for clients I'm on a website for freelancers and I do a lot of those and they usually even write the script or whatever, but I can, you know, I'm in there as a writer and a, a, a video creator and things like that. So I've been doing that. And then, well, the one time several months ago, I said, Oh, I got to start turning work down because it's cutting into my playtime, especially in the summer. Cause like you I go paddle boarding. I want to go yeah. at least a week. And, um, and I've started, uh, well, it's been a little while now, but you know, I try to get a time or two in to play pickleball which is the fastest growing sport in America. <laughs> it is. It's taking over. Well, it sounds like you're busy. I mean, I'm glad you could give me some time today. I think yeah, of course. I love finding out about people and I love biographies and people's stories and the way that they've handled situations. And you share a lot of that in the book. So I would definitely recommend it for people to check it out, you know, and see what someone what someone's done and maybe get some good ideas. Healthy by choice, not by chance. Physically, Mentally, and Spiritually by Joe Eager. And where's the best place for people to find you? Let's get your website oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, my website is uh, jojo-eager.com. And uh, and you can order through the website, or uh, I think on my, the website, I have my, um, my uh, email address. You can always just email me too, and I will get a book off to you. I'll put and all those links here yeah. in the show notes. Okay, thank you. People can click and find out. And I want to thank everybody for spending some time with me. You have a lot of choice in your podcasts. There's a million of them out there. The fact that anybody listens to me at all, I'm always happy. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. And if you haven't downloaded the free mindbodyspirit.fm mobile app, make sure you do that in the app store for Apple or Android. And you can also leave messages for the hosts or comments on the open mic features. So I hope you check that out and make sure you give a listen to all of the wonderful podcasters we have on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.
Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.